What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. I want to get into the truth of vulnerability, okay? Because vulnerability is vulnerable and it requires a freaking lot. And right now, I feel like vulnerability has been tugging on me. Like it needs me to be in it so often and give so much into so many people at one time. And it's just a lot that comes with that. But I have to know what that means for myself. I have to know my limits for me. And once I know, then I'm able to adjust and pivot and move. And so I I like talking. <laughs> I have a podcast. I write. I talk to my friends all the time. I send a voice note. I'll be on the phone for hours. I'll be on FaceTime for hours. I love talking. And talking makes me feel close to people. It makes me feel close to myself. And my favorite thing to do is prayer. I ain't been doing it lately, and I've been keeping it real with y'all about that. Um, I have been praying, but I haven't been liking it <laughs> lately. And so, but when I'm feeling it, that's my favorite. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that just requires me to talk or to write. So that's my thing. However, there are times when your vulnerability is going to feel like it's costing you or you talking is going to feel like this is draining me, bro. Like I, I'm giving you a lot and that is how I was feeling. And so last episode, I was talking to y'all about how I need to keep fighting and how I just wanted a break from everything and how I wanted to just get a moment to catch up to myself. I still want that. If you're listening to this right now, guess what? Your girl is in London. I didn't book the flight and it went to London because I just needed a change of pace. I want to celebrate my birthday in the way that I want to celebrate it in London was that time and that place. And so that is where I'm going to be going. And I think that London is also going to allow for a different level of vulnerability because I'll be in a space that I don't know, I'm not familiar with, that I'm with people that I'm not familiar with, right? There are different customs that'll be going on. I'm like, what's this? What's y'all got going on? So all of that together will allow me to go into this space that I already feel that I'm in, but in a different way. There is something about being vulnerable in a space that you feel comfortable with or around people that you feel comfortable with that can feel freeing in some spaces and it can feel constricting in others. And right now, your girl is just feeling constricted, very claustrophobic. But I wanted to go into... Even me getting to London, I had to talk to a friend. So I have a friend that's out there. And so me talking to her and being like, hey, girl, I'm coming to London. Like, you know, and sharing with her where I am and X, Y, Z, that caused me to be vulnerable. And I had to decide if I was okay sharing that. So there are some things, right? When you are going about owning the space that you're in, when you're deciding to do things for yourself and not be people pleasing, when you're like making all these decisions, you have to know it for you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you don't know it or feel it, or you have this umption, this gumption, like I got to do this, there's always going to be a sign that you shouldn't. There's always going to be a hater. There's always going to be somebody that's like, I would have did it this way. Or have you heard about this? There's always going to be a link that's sent to you, a DM about somebody else that's doing something that's kind of what you're doing, but not really. But if you did it like them, then you will be doing it like them. Like there's always going to be that. And it 
has a risk of confusing you and irritating you to no end if you don't know what you're doing for you. Even if it's not the right way, even if it ain't kosher, even if it all falls down in the end, knowing why you're making decisions that you're making, why you're going to the places that you're going, why you're doing the things that you're doing, why you're talking about the things that you talk about for you will help you. It'll help you even if God starts to guide you and he's like, mm, no, boo-boo, you are on the wrong path. Turn this way. You'll be able to actually engage with him on why you went that way. He'll be able to engage with you and you'll be able to understand what he's talking about even better because you understand where you are. So you can move the needle because you know where the needle is. You follow me? So if you think about Moses, he had to engage in conversation with God, but he had to know where he was at. And so he was like, listen, I have this stuttering problem. So he had to have that some self-awareness, right? When you have self-awareness, then you're able to share that awareness if you choose. And you're also able to assess who gets what part of you that you're aware of. Okay. There was a person who had reached out to me this week and they were like, how is your heart and your mind doing? And girl, I was on the train on my way to Sephora. So I'm like, I'm having a little me day. I'm going to go to this place. Then I'm going to go to Zara. And then I'm going to go get me a pedicure. Like I had my whole little destiny day plans. And it had nothing to do with my my mind or my heart. Like, Or I guess it did. I assessed that I need to go to Zara. So I was in that space. And I sent a response back to the text that was acknowledging Thank you, you know what I'm saying, for caring about me. And I registered that you're asking me something really deep right now, but I'm going to Zara. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't dismissive, but I wasn't going to type out my whole life and all of my trains of thought and everything at that time. But I sent it and I felt a little tingle. I felt a little something because this person and I don't normally kiki. On the week to week, the day to day, I felt that this person is very intentional. And so them sharing this or them coming to me was from a right place. They actually want to know what's up. And I knew that. And me not going too deep, I kept it, you know, as much as I could take on my train ride to Zara that I wanted to give. That's what I gave. But when they text me back after that, I could tell that they were like, oh, like, you know, like I'm over here asking you something and you're not really trying to get into it. And I could feel the possible conceived rejection in that. And I felt so way because I was like, I don't want you to feel X, Y, Z. And you know what I'm saying? So long story short, I end up texting him more and sharing a bit more about where I was, a bit more about what I'm thinking. It still wasn't a full Monty but it did have me go to a deeper space than I told myself I wanted to do at that time. What happened was the person ain't texting me back the rest of that day, the next day, or the next day. They actually ain't texting me back till today, y'all. And I saw them in between this time. So when I seen them, they're like, oh, I got to text you back, girl, my bad. I just want to make sure I'm intentional. And I was like, ugh. Well, yeah, like you should be like, you know what I mean? But I I was, I'm not going to hold you. I was irritated and I got irritated with me because I knew what level of vulnerability I had for that day. And that level was enough where if that person didn't text me back for three days, 
I would have been straight with that because I wasn't opening up this huge thing. I wasn't getting into it with no deep combo or nothing like that. The fact that I gauged how I should act, how I should respond, how I should show up, what level of vulnerability I give, how deep I go based on if I felt they were going to feel accepted or if I felt that they were going to feel heard was messed up. But that's where I went. And then when I went there, then I didn't get a text back for three days and I was irritated because not you to have me open up for you to not be in the space with me. So now I'm just here with something that I didn't need to be with at that time where I wanted to be was in bliss and Zara. Okay. And so it impacted my day a little bit. And I hate that. I hate when you have those moments when you know what your power is, you know what your level is, you know what you're supposed to be doing or how you want to move forward. And you know it for you. It's not for anybody else to understand. It's not for you to have to explain it for them. It's not for you to think about even ways that I've done it in the past. There's been times people ask me how I'm doing and I've given the full Monty and they weren't even ready for it. Like, oh, like, okay, like, you know, whatever. And so, but that's the level I felt comfortable sharing. I'm like, well, since you asking, I don't feel like saying I'm just good today. I'm going to tell you the whole C since you asked, like, you know, but I don't expect anything back when I'm doing that because it was where I feel comfortable. And so in this interaction, I did that and I stood in that and I felt good. But then when I got that message back, and I could feel that they wanted more. And they said, they typed it out like, oh, I would ask you to expound, but it sounds like you keep me at arm's length. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, uh, I don't want to come off standoffish. I don't want this. I don't want that. And I changed my line. I shifted how I was going to show up for me in that moment so I could show up for somebody else so they could feel hurt, so they could feel that their truth was being seen. And what it did was make me feel the opposite. I did that to me. And so when we're talking about vulnerability, when we are talking about you owning your power, you knowing your truth, you standing in your authenticity, let me be very clear. Be weary of picking out, displaying, and and giving of your vulnerability for the sake of somebody else's vulnerability. Like let's let's call it because I am a recovering people pleaser and that is something that I can get in a trap of of okay, how do you feel in this moment? What can I do to make this a little bit more full of ease for you? And I have come home the past couple of interactions that I've had with people, I think I'm sliding more into that than I have been in recent months. And it hurts. I get home and I'm like, I didn't like that. I didn't like this interaction that I have with this person. I didn't feel heard or seen. I feel that now I have a bunch of emotions that are just sitting on the top of my chest that I, I don't have the space to deal with right now. I don't have the support to deal with right now, right? Like there's just things that happen when you do that. And what can feel, what can get you in that space is that you're feeling somebody else's things. You're 
watching them open up. You're watching them be vulnerable. And so naturally, sometimes we want to match that energy and matching that energy can be great and it can go well. And you could walk away feeling much lighter because you and this person shared a common space. Y'all got to get out common feelings and then you were able to resolve it in a common way. Like that is how that can go. The other way it can go is this other person feels like they they feel good, right? They get their good Samaritan card for the day because they're doing you a solid by listening to you, but you're sharing stuff that you ain't even ha- want nobody to listen to at the time, you know? And so it can just really get you in a space of you being vulnerable for others' vulnerability, which makes you not, it's not right. Your feelings get weaponized and your feelings are, your voice is stifled but you're using it. You feel me? And so you can get very confused because you're like, well, I'm using my voice. Well, I stood up for myself. Well, I said how I really feel. I was being honest. I was being authentic and it doesn't feel good or I don't feel hurt still, or I'm more hurt than I was before. And then we can start to retract. And when we're in safe spaces, when we do have the right stage and the right medium to share, now we don't because the last time we did it in a sincere way, we didn't feel good. And so I think that this example, this text message is a way where it was the right words. I said the right things. It was the right emotions. I didn't like break down later on that day, right? But it was unleashed in the wrong context because I was not in a space where I wanted to go there. Simple. And sometimes that don't be seeming like enough. It's like, oh, well, this is my friend or it's my mom calling me. They're FaceTiming. And we always FaceTime. But you don't feel like FaceTiming today because you know they're going to see your face and they're going to ask you X, Y, Z. And you don't feel like talking about X, Y, Z today. And so we think to not answer the phone but then we answer anyway. And when we do it, then sometimes we can go to that space that we didn't want to be in. And I had the opposite of this moment happen, actually. So my sister, using FaceTime as an example, she FaceTimed me and she saw I was on Instagram. So she was like, okay, you free. Answer me. I ain't answer the phone. And so she's like, not you on Instagram and you can't answer me back. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to talk right now. Like, you know, and I got to sit in that truth for myself that I don't feel like talking right now. I can indeed be on Instagram and not want to talk to you. (laughs) Like that is a thing. And it felt, I felt the power that day because it was authentic. I wasn't um, coming at her. I was thankful that she hit me up. You know what I'm saying? That you noticed that I'm not out and about, that I am at home. So you want to check in and see if I want to check in. I don't want to check in though, but thank you. Right. And so because I got to go through that, I walked away feeling how I wanted to feel, which was empowered by me stating what my boundary was at that time. When we don't do that and we push the needle, we can, again, stifle us, but then we start blaming the other people when it's not them, it's you. The truth about vulnerability is that others can prompt you, others can lead you to that space, but it is you that has to decide that they're the right person that you need to talk to at the time, that it's the right moment, that you have what you need to be successful in the interaction, right? And sometimes we forego that for the sake of others' vulnerability and for the sake of them feeling comfortable. And so this is a reminder that there is indeed a time and a place 
for you to share where you are, for you to share your authenticity, for you to share your voice. And so as as much as I want to stand fully ten toes and who I am and what I got going on, everybody can't get all of me all the time. It just it just can't happen, especially when I haven't fully processed where I'm at at the time. And so this is a word to the wise that everybody, you cannot be giving that to everybody, every piece of you, even to your most inner circle. Sometimes you got to just step back and observe. Like, is this the space, the right container for me to open this thing up? Because if it's not, that's okay. And I can come back at another time or I can come back at a, a moment that will feel more aligned with what I need in this moment. And that also allows for the other person to get the full experience of what they need from you in a combo too, because you'll actually be present in the combo versus resenting that you're having it in the first place. So hopefully this was helpful. Your girl is trying to get some, some R&R right now. And so if you are listening the day this comes out, hey, bruh, <laughs> we in London with it. My birthday is this week as well, which is just, it's crazy. So I am celebrating, gallivanting, probably spending too much money, but hey, you only live once. So I love you guys. Remember that your power is your power. So when you profess it, you have it. But make sure that you want to profess it, that you're professing it with the right people, people that are going to honor your voice, that are going to respect your voice, that'll add to it and not take away and not make you feel smaller. We can be challenged in conversations. We can be exposed to new ideas. We can have people that build upon things. We can have ideas that we no longer feel attached to after we get in a conversation. Like All of that can happen, but you want to make sure that you're not being silenced as you share. And sometimes we silence ourselves by not creating the right stage for us to step up to the mic in the first place. So that's it. Power tool. Use your voice, but use it wisely. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose. Bye.